You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. I just gone 8.08 Central African time. Let's welcome our pious and sagacious Umar to a powerful show this evening on medical talk. And Alhamdulillah, it's a very popular doctor indeed. Our dermatologist, Dr. Muhammad Dokrat, has joined us fresh off the tarmac from Doha, where he attended a conference and a medical conference. I, I presume it was all the dermatologists coming through. So let me welcome him over the hearty. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And uh, Dr. Muhammad Dokrat, how are you doing this fine, beautiful evening? Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, I'm doing well. And I wish uh, all the best to the listeners as well. Yeah, I hope uh, you're not uh, jet-lagged yet, uh, doctor, but, uh, you know, jazakallah khair at, uh, you know, for being with us. And, you know, you're such a, a gentleman that I called you and you said, hey, Shafat, I just landed, but don't worry, I'll be with you and the listeners. And, uh, doctor, perhaps a, a rundown on what the conference was all about. Okay, uh, the conference involved uh, uh, workshops on condition psoriasis, which is a condition that affects the scalp the elbows, knees, uh, eczema, which affects children mainly, and, uh, you know, can affect the, the arms and legs and the face. And thirdly, alopecia, which is hair loss. Yeah, gee, doctor, are you still there? Yes, I am, Shafat. All right, okay, uh, lovely. And uh, I was uh, just thinking, uh, you know, we lost you there, but alhamdulillah, we still have you. And, you know, it's that time of the uh, year where the summer comes through and uh, many things are happening. And alhamdulillah, you know, as we advertise the show, uh, many uh, questions have come through. And I'm uh, glad to tell you that uh, we'll be starting off with a lot of Q&A this uh, evening. And uh, one of the questions that, that comes through, the first one was by Brother Yusuf. And he says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh, looking forward to the program, uh, Brother Shafaat. And he wants to know acne breakouts. And he wants to know when uh, sweat mixes with bacteria, what happens and how do acne breaks, uh, break out, uh, doctor? And can you get acne at a later age, because generally we know acne comes when you are a teenager. How do you respond to Yusuf, uh, doctor? Uh, that's correct. Although acne is a condition that occurs mainly in teenagers, we are finding that uh, acne is common in adults as well. And, you know, during the 20s and even some patients in the 30s can get acne. Essentially what happens is that there is a hormone called androgen, and that stimulates the oil glands in the skin to produce sebum or oil, which blocks the pores and you get whiteheads, blackheads, and then one gets pus pimples. So it's a combination of hormonal, and then again, certain dietary factors can aggravate it as well. Jazakallah for that, uh, doctor. Then, you know, I know that, uh, you know, some people, uh, hey, they complained. They said, okay, you know, doctor, um, you know, my, my skin is oily. And uh, then uh, some will say, you know, doctor, I keep wiping off this uh, sweat from my skin. And, you know, it's irritating and all this. You know, uh, sweaty people, do you get uh, some people that sweat more than others? And the sweaty type of individual is more prone to skin irritation, doctor? Most certainly, those patients that sweat a lot, uh, they get excess uh, sweat called sebum and that blocks the pores, so certainly, and essentially, uh, acne can be genetic, it might be familial as well, and uh, basically, uh, you know, the problem is one of sweat. What happens when the sweat is produced by the oil glands, it blocks up the pores and then you get bacteria and this causes the pus pimples. Well, now, doctor, you know, the Indian uh, diet, a lot of oil and a lot of oil. The more oil we eat, the more samosas and the more spring rolls and the bhajias and uh, I can just go on, uh, go on naming it. Even the gulgulas are fried in deep oil. And, you know, generally your, 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 your digestive system is compromised. And do Indians uh, suffer more from, uh, you know, skin irritation or pimples and boils than uh, perhaps other races, doctor? Uh, in fact, uh, you know, I always advise patients to, uh, you know, have a healthy, balanced diet as well. And uh, it's been found that certain foods like carbohydrates, they can sort of affect acne as well. 
So again, you know, the advice is to have a, a healthy diet. Then, uh, Doc, you know, you hear that uh, blotting the sweat out. And, I, I, you know, generally when I, I was a younger, younger man and then I should sit in the mosque and, uh, you know, the, during Jamaati, you find lots of people coming from the subcontinent. And they had this habit of carrying a face cloth or a face towel with them. And every time you would see them wiping the face and sometimes wiping their hair and all that, was that a wise thing to do? Uh, perhaps they were wiping away all that uh, sweat, uh, sweat that could irritate your skin. Was there some hikmah behind that, doctor? No, that's correct, uh, Shafat. Uh, you know, when one sweats, uh, it is sort of protective. You know, the sweating actually hydrates the skin. So in acne, you get excessive sweating, and that's the reason why they want to wipe the excess sweat. But essentially, the treatment of acne is topical of cortisone, uh, not cortisone, antiseptic gels like Benzac. We use vitamin A cream as well. And then if it's severe, then we use uh, internal therapy. And this may uh, be with antibiotics by mouth or uh, a tablet called Roaccutan, which, cut, which cuts down this excess sweat as well. Now, Doc, I know you were a top uh, tennis player. You also played good cricket. And what else you played? You played, uh, yeah, you played squash also. Now, you know, when you play these sports, uh, then you have to, how important is it to wash our, you know, our sweaty clothes, our headbands, our wristbands, uh, the towels or the hats that we, uh, that we wear, you know? How important is it for us to do that? Uh, some of us, you know, just take it for granted, oh, just give it some air. But is it important to wash them? Uh, otherwise, they could cause our ashes. Uh, it is important to uh, to wash them and to keep them sort of free from grease and dirt as well. So again, you know, the importance of hygiene. Then, I'm, uh, uh, the, the important question here is the type of detergents uh, that we wore or wash our clothes in. And sometimes, you know, people, are, uh, the skins are very sensitive and uh, some detergents, uh, you know, don't agree with the skin. How true is that, doctor? That is correct. Uh, yeah, that basically relates to people who have eczema, you know, it's a condition which affects the joints and uh, affects the face and causes severe itching as well. So if one uses detergents which are harsh, or one may use uh, things like safe stuff in the clothing, they can sort of cause problems in terms of irritation. So again, it is important to make sure that uh, the creeps that are applies are safe and they suitable for the skin. Uh, looking at this question, and uh, Yusuf, uh, no, it's Ibrahim. Ibrahim says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, Brother Shafaat, and also Dr. Uh, Dr. Dokrat. I want to know from uh, Dr. Dokrat, uh, my younger daughter, she has a dry skin, and she says, Dad, it's irritating me. Please, uh, doctor, advise. Uh, must I take her to a dermatologist, or could you advise something? My, uh, uh, my grandma says, use a lot of turmeric and olive oil. What's your advice, uh, Doc? Yes, no, I would suggest that we use something that's uh, a moisturizer that is free of allergy, uh, a moisturizer which doesn't cause a reaction. And the ones I would describe is SBR lipo cream and then E45 cream and Cetaphil cream. These are quite safe to use and they're effective as well. And this can hydrate and moisturize the skin. Then you get the type of individual, you know, they love, they love, they love, love being uh, out in the sun, spending time in the sun, uh, near the pool, and some love the air condition. And, you know, if you're, I, I think these are conditions that your, your conditions will be exacerbated if you have dry, irritated skin syndrome. Then uh, you'll find that these uh, places will already affect your, your, your the, the covering of your skin. What's your, what's your thoughts on that, doctor? Uh, again, as I mentioned, uh, using a moisturizer is important, but in the summer months, especially once exposed to the sun, one needs to use a very good sunblock, and we call it SPF 50 sunblock, and there's a whole range of SPF 50 sunblock on the market. There's one called Fulgiderm, the new student has got a factor 50, Cetaphil has got a 50, and uh, these are effective, and one should reapply it. So one applies it about half an hour before one goes into the sun and reapplies it three hours later. It gives us good protection. And again, the dryness, 
or needs to moisturize regularly, and even dryness is severe, it might be associated with eczema. So one, need, one may have to use a cortisone cream for a short period of time to cut down the inflammation and then again moisturizer. I need to emphasize that we need to use moisturizer as often as possible uh, and patients with eczema do well if they use moisturizers. Now, Doc, I know many of our people do have swimming pools and, you know, they love swimming. What should they do, you know, after getting out from the pool? Uh, should they shower and shampoo? And, you know, can you suggest uh, what type of a mild cleanser uh, we could use for the body washer? You know, especially addicted to swimming in our swimming pools, uh, Doctor? That's correct. Now, the first and most important thing to realize is that swimming pools have chlorinated water and this can sometimes irritate the skin. So a quick shower after swimming and then as a, as a uh, liquid soap, I find Dove liquid soap quite effective. And again, let's make sure that all the chlorine is, you know, uh, been washed off from the skin. It's important to shower quickly and then use a moisturizer. And if one's in the sun, one needs to use a sunblock as well. Yes, uh, look at the message coming through here. Yes, uh, okay, I got that, Lukalo. It's uh, from Tariq. Uh, Tariq says, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan and uh, Dr. Dokrat. Jazakallah khair. And I want to know from a uh, doctor something. It looks like a pimples on my body, but it tends to be itchy and tender. And what is it, doctor? I'm a bit embarrassed to even tell a family about it. I'm also embarrassed to go to my cousin, who is a dermatologist. Perhaps this is an opportunity to ask you this evening. Well, we know Tariq is a bit embarrassed, but he's coming out in the open with us here, doctor. How do you advise him? Certainly, Shafat. Uh, first of all, if he, he might be getting an infection of the hair follicles, it's called folliculitis, and if one doesn't treat it, it can become uh, enlarged and form an abscess as well. So what one needs to do, one needs to use uh, a shower liquid called Bioscrub, and then one applies an antiseptic cream to that area and back to bed. So again, one needs to assess the patient in detail and then treat the you know, condition appropriately. Uh, Doc, you used the term the follow, uh, folliculitis, if I'm not mistaken. I heard you say that. So I uh, you know uh, follicles are those hairs, that, those tiny hairs that you get in your skin, isn't when we are lighties, when the pimple came, hey, 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 we used to take it and squeeze it out. Did we take out a folliculitis or something, Doc? That is correct, yeah. So basically, wherever the hair-bearing areas on the body, including the face, including the chest and back, one has these hair follicles and one gets an infection of the hair follicle. So it's, it is folliculitis, infection of the hair follicles. Yes, sir. This question here says, Assalamu alaikum. Uh... Uh, Dr. Doctor, uh, uh, Doctor Dokrath and Shafahat, I really enjoy the show. Uh, I received a uh, very unpleasant thing in my finger recently. I went for a manicure and a pedicure, and guess what? It seems as if there is an infection. It's going a bit greenish. What do I do, Doctor? Shafan, that's a very, very important point. Uh, first of all, manicure and pedicure is not advisable because what they do is they remove the cuticle and then once they remove that, the bacteria and chemicals get into the skin around the nail as well. So one needs to assess if there's any infection. If there's an infection, one needs to use an antiseptic cream like and then if it is severe, one needs to use an oral antibiotics like augmented. And again, to make sure that area is treated well, and uh, again, there's no irritation from chemicals, dishwashing liquids, washing powders, all of those things. Yeah, Doc, I think an important point here is, uh, you know, manicure, pedicure. I mean, what are the uh, qualifications of these individuals? Uh, do they get a, you know, do they go for a special cause? Or is it a quick cause? Is it a crash cause? How should people, uh, you know, uh, be careful to who they go to? Because, uh, you know, playing with people's nails and toes, uh, it can be dangerous at times. I mean, you can end up with, uh, if the wrong treatment is given, your toes can go, Doc. 
Uh, I certainly agree, Shafat. The the point is that uh, you know, although uh, you know, people find that manicure and pedicure makes the nail look attractive. It is not healthy. Uh, if one has any problems with the feet uh, or, or toenails, I would re- rather recommend they go to a podiatrist or chiropodist who are medically qualified. The people who have the nail salons are not medically qualified. So it is important for us to do our research and make sure that we go to the right people. Well, you heard that. Uh, doc says you must go to a podiatrist. And uh, recently I've been given uh, quite a few names of podiatrists. But Doc, can I confide in you? They are so yes, busy sometimes. All three of them. Hey, I'm very busy. I'm very busy. I'm very busy. Looks like the people's toes. And, you know, these boots were made for walking, uh, doing extra miles. And they have to go and check the podiatrist, doctor. Yes, no, that's important. Uh, First of all, the most important thing about uh, people who are in practice is to be available. The, the hallmark of, of a good medical or podiatric practice is availability, affability, and ability. So those are important. And one needs to inform the podiatrist that, look, this is important. You need to accommodate me, uh, you know, with an appointment as soon as possible. I think it's important. In my practice, what I do is I keep one hour free to try and see urgent problems or emergencies. In that way, we can accommodate for patients, you know, easily. Uh, looking at this message, it says, uh, Assalamu alaikum, Sister Safia. She says, uh, Doctor, those are brown uh, to gray uh, brown patches on my face. They're becoming more noticeable. Is this because I'm too much in the sun in the garden? And is it because our summer is setting in? Please advise. Uh, Doc? Yes, most certainly, Shafat. Uh, the condition that uh, Safia has got is called melasma or pigmentation. It occurs on the cheekbones, and that's aggravated by sun exposure. The actual cause of the asthma or melasma is excess hormones. So, for example, being on the contraceptive pill, that aggravates pigmentation uh, cells to produce excess skin pigmentation. Uh, the other cause is pregnancy. Uh, we call it pregnancy marks as well. Uh, the important point about treatment is, first of all, sun blocking. I must emphasize that one needs to use a high-factor SPF 50 sun block. And then we have various pigmentation creams that we prescribe, which is effective. And uh, you shouldn't make one which is called the pigment spot remover. And uh, the company that makes uh, uh, Bioderma that makes various skin products. They've got one called Pigment Bio. So these creams are used to uh, remove the pigmentation. And uh, again, the avoidance of the sun is very, very important. I tell you, doctor, you know what? You're genius. You're a genius. I'm just talking. I'm giving you the uh, the the, uh, uh, the the queries of the listeners, and you just you know your terminology. You cool, calm, and collected. You you know what? You're a pleasure to be with. Uh, do men get this uh, condition where they get you know brown patches, gray patches, and so forth? I haven't seen men getting it, uh, doctor. Is it more uh, you know predominant in women? Yes, Shafat. It's mainly a problem that affects females, but sometimes males get this pigmentation on the face, and sometimes it may be the use, the use of uh, aftershave and then being exposed to the sun. So it's common in females, but occasionally male patients have a similar problem. Yeah, just a couple for that. Uh, looking at a questions coming from Musa. Musa says, "Assalamu alaikum, uh, Bruce Chef and uh, Doctor Dokrath. I'm from Dundee." And uh, you are resonating brilliantly uh, this evening. I want to know what is this, uh, you know, I have this intense itchy rash. And I'm wondering if I'm getting this from the plants that I have around my house. Because every time I go into the garden and come out, I get this itchy rash. Please uh, inform uh, accordingly, doctor. Okay. Uh, there's two factors apart. The first is this patient may be getting an allergy to the sun. So maybe they sort of get this rash from the sun-exposed area, and it's called an eczema or dermatitis due to sun exposure. The second problem is that occasionally, we don't know, but 
Uh, occasionally, people can get various kinds of insect bites as well. But uh, in this person's uh, situation, I feel the patient's got eczema, which is aggravated by the sun, and the patient should seek the help of a dermatologist where you prescribe uh, inappropriate treatments like cortisone cream for a short period of time. And again, I must emphasize the use of sunblock. Now, doctor, I'm thinking, uh, can uh, you know people know, hey, I'm going to get a rash if I get in the garden, I mean, I'm going to, this will happen or that will happen to me. Can they uh, take something beforehand, before the rash catches them, doc? Yes, certainly, Shafak. The main thing is protection. For example, they need to wear a long sleeve shirt. They need to wear a cap or a hat, sunglasses. So this is quite protective. And then the most important aspect is sunblock. Sunblock has this high factor 50, and they need to apply that half an hour before they go into the sun and reapply three hours later. So these factors will help them. And uh, again, the same applies to sports, to swimming, all of those. We need to use the sunblock on a regular basis. Yeah, Doc, I'm wondering, you know, how do people identify these plants that will give them rashes? I mean, uh, you as a dermatologist, I... Uh, I don't expect you to be a botanist and so forth, but uh, any idea, doctor? Yeah. Uh, what I picture so far is that you know, normally eczema affects the joints, but in the situation of uh, what we call a photodermatitis or sun allergy, the uh, rash occurs on the hands, the exposed areas of the forearm, and then the face and the V of the neck. So those are the areas that are uh, the sun exposure and being in the sun leads to rashes called eczema. Yes, uh, Jazakallah for that, uh, Doctor. And uh, yes, I think uh, it's time for us to go to the marketplace, uh, do some uh, shopping, and inshallah we will continue after that. You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, the program is a medical files in uh, conversation over the Doctor. Muhammad Doklat, our dermatologist uh, this evening, having a powerful and a very informed uh, discussion. And I can tell you, Jazakallah Khaira, to the listeners for really uh, reacting and uh, interacting. That's absolutely brilliant. And to Lukolo for doing top tech so far, really enjoying his nasheeds and his uh, cool, calm, uh, uh, you know, presentation. Oh, his uh, expertise behind the board. Yes, sir, Dr. Muhammad Doklat, are you enjoying yourself uh, this evening? Alhamdulillah, it's always good to get questions from listeners and to try and impart knowledge. And, you know, you being a, such a good radio host that uh, it, I'm sure the public and the listeners are quite happy with the response. No, absolutely, Doctor. We are like one big family, and you're part of the family. And I can tell you, Harlan was silent for that. Imtiaz says, Assalamu alaikum. A great show indeed, uh, Brother Shafaat and uh, Dr. Dokrat. I know it's that time of the year where many will get heat rash. I want a doctor to explain heat rash to our listeners because uh, it will be a very common uh, thing that will be happening uh, during uh, this month, especially the silly season. How do you respond to MTRs, uh, doctor? That's correct. Uh, basically, heat rash uh, occurs when excessive sun exposure causes excessive sweating and then you get blockage of the pores. And uh, it's important that we take a lot of fluids during the summer months. Uh, one needs to make sure that the skin is not... Uh, too oily or too greasy, one needs to, if one gets a heat rash, one needs to use calamine lotion and then again, if it's severe, one may use a cortisone cream for a few days and again, important is prevention. So, you know, a prevention from heat and from excess sweating as well. You know, you talk about that uh, lactocalamine lotion. What a saver that is. Bee sting, this sting, that sting. Just put it, it cools everything. And, you know, you're talking about the heat rash, doctor. Then, you know, the, and, and I know it's like a tiny, tiny red head, you know, like the pimple. But then what happens, uh, doc, when you start scratching that, what can uh, yes, some, of yeah. the, uh, some of the detrimental effects be? 
Yeah, if one gets a heat reaction, occasionally one may scratch, and if one scratches, you get infection of the skin. So it's important for us to try and sort of reverse the process. And again, you know, taking a lot of fluids, washing the face regularly, uh, making sure if there's a heat rash to try and treat it with just the gentle washing and applying calamine lotion. All these factors are important. But I should emphasize, uh, Shafat, that once you prevent sunstrokes, uh, for example, people who go to the beach and exposed to sun exposure where the sun, where the sun causes blistering of the skin, it can cause a drop in blood pressure as well. And these people can get a sunstroke as well. So it's a sunburn and a sunstroke. So these are major factors and one needs to treat those people appropriately. Now, Doc, you know, we are told, hey, the more you sweat, the better for you. Your body is getting uh, cleaned and so forth. But we know that when uh, you start getting irritation, it's because of the sweating, excessive sweating. Anything uh, that can be done to stop uh, sweating profusely that will uh, reduce the risk of getting rashes and so forth, uh, Doctor? Okay. Uh, the sweating is basically a protective mechanism where one loses, uh, you know, if one sort of heat, then one loses uh you know, sweat through the uh, follicles, through the pores. Uh, again, uh, if one has excessive sweating, for example, under the armpits, then there are lotions we can use to actually diminish that sweat, sweating as well. So again, patient education is a hallmark of treatment. Now, Doc, you, impaired, uh, you, 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 you know, you alluded to the fact of the armpit. I was about to ask you about that, and you reminded me. You know, uh, okay, you sweat there. I mean, that uh, part of the body Allah made, that it must sweat. It must take out all those sweat from your body. But what happens, uh, you know, you put anti-sweat uh, deodorant and you clog it out for 24 uh, hours and all. How is that affecting us, uh, our, our physiology then, doctor? No, that is correct, Shafat. Uh, again, one needs to have a balance. One needs to have a balance between, you know, sweating and uh, avoid over uh, excessive sweating. So if one has excessive sweating in the, uh, the deodorants that one uses uh, under the arms, uh, you know, is helpful and is needed. So again, always a balance in terms of the condition and how one treats it. Now, people love going to the Indian Ocean. I mean, are you in the Atlantic Ocean, Doc? You're in Cape Town. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, the Indian Ocean. Uh, we got the Sioux and we got E. coli. We got everything here, Doc. Hey, if you want to come to your old Durban, be careful what you do on the, the shores of the Indian Ocean. But now I'm worried about the bathers that are going to go to this ocean. What are some of the, uh, uh, you know, different types of... Uh, infections that they can pick up on uh, this beach because I noticed the, the jellyfish have come here now. I don't know what they're after, but they just arrived at the Indian Ocean here in Durban, and I don't know if they're having a feast with all those other things. But what will happen, uh, Doctor, if uh, you know, you're know you going to infested waters like this? What are some of the irritations or the uh, diff different types of symptoms uh, you can uh, uh, present with? Uh, that's correct, Shafat. Uh, the first thing is to just inform the listeners that uh, what what's happened, certain uh, beaches have been marked as those which have E. coli infection. Now, fortunately, in the Cape, most of our beaches have been marked as blue flags, which means it is safe to swim in there. If the water is contaminated with E. coli, then it's important not to swim in those uh, in those beaches because one can pick up infections. E. coli can cause a whole spectrum of infection, include, including stomach infections as well. So in other words, when you're swimming in the ocean, and especially, you know, the ocean that you're living near is a compromise, what should we do then? You know, certain people, I mean, uh, my, the member of parliament, Ahmad Mansur Sheikh Imam, earlier on told me, hey, I'm counting. The people know the beach is infected, but they're still swimming in the, in the ocean. So what should these people do after they had a swim in infested waters, uh, doctor? Okay, there's two points to that, uh, Shafat. The first is to emphasize to the city council that they need to uh, decontaminate the beaches and to make sure sewage doesn't flow into the beaches. Uh, that's very, very important. So prevention is better than cure. Secondly, when one gets 
out of the water, one needs to to shower immediately and thoroughly. So again, one needs to diminish contact with the infected water, and one needs to uh, subsequently avoid any form of infection. But I think it is paramount that the city council actually prevents the beach water from being contaminated because, you know, it's natural for people to go to the beaches in the summer months. Again, one needs to look at the uh, beaches of flag blue flags. Blue flags mean the beaches. It's, it is safe to swim in those beaches. Uh, yes, that's an alaikum, uh, doctor. I love the ocean, and uh, during the the uh, the city season, I take family members to go to the beach. But uh, certain members of the family also get sunburnt. Uh, but why do they get blisters instead of uh, bumpy skins, uh, doctor? Okay, this is very important, uh, Shafat. Uh, it depends on the skin color. We find that people with very fair white skin tend to get burnt easily because they don't have much pigment cells or melanin cells to protect them from the sun. So any form of sun tan is causes damage to the skin. So again, if they don't use a sunblock, if one is fair, blue-eyed, blonde hair, they're more prone to get sunburn and they can get blisters. Uh, in the darker skin individual, uh, we have enough melanin protection, that is pigmentation protection, so therefore there's less chance of getting sunburn. Harun says, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Brother Shafaat, I really enjoy all your shows. Allah keep you blessed. As for your doctor, he is world class. Zakallah khair. Doctor, a feather in your cap. Harun says, You are world class. And I second that. He says, uh, Doctor, I am like a pot plant. I go. Uh, leave home, get into my car, and then into my office, leave my office, get into my car, and then back home. I hardly see uh, the outside because that's my type of work. Um, will this have an effect on me? I'm presently 39 years old, but later on, can this affect me? Doctor, a very good question from Harun there. Uh, Shafat, an excellent question. Again, you know, there should be a balance because if one protects oneself completely from the sun, then one can get low vitamin D levels. Vitamin D is a sunshine vitamin. Uh, so basically what happens in the skin, you get conversion to vitamin D. So again, one needs to have a balance. We need we need sun exposure as long as it doesn't burn us or cause blisters on the skin. So that person, I would advise that person to sort of take regular walks in the sun and have adequate amount of sun exposure, about 15 minutes sun exposure, and uh, that will provide enough vitamin D because vitamin D low levels can have an effect on bone and can have an effect on the immune system. So it's important for us to have adequate amounts of vitamin D. I find that in my practice, a lot of patients have low vitamin D, and that's been, you know, avoiding excessive sun. So again, the balance is very important so far. Now, Doctor, we know that uh, photosynthesis, you know, I, you you got an A for biology, I know that. And, uh, you know, it's so important and uh, so forth. Uh, human beings, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, when the sun hits them, they end up having sun uh, allergy and so forth. What's the reason for that? Okay, so far, the allergy in the sun is related to two factors. First of all, it may be a reaction to various type of shaving lotions or perfume one uses, and that makes one sensitive to the sun. Secondly, it may be related to certain medications, like high blood pressure medications, antibiotics. In a very small percentage of patients, it can cause an eczema reaction. And uh, again, uh, it's important to identify the cause of the uh, sensitive skin, uh, sun sensitivity. Now, Doctor, the question, you know, I always think of our, of our, of our Prophet, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I want to know about the Arab skin. You know, we know our indigenous brothers in Africa, they can take the sun. I think the Arabs are also very hardy people. I don't think they have any issues with the sun or having skin problems. What's your thoughts? Well, certainly, Shafat. Uh, what happens, as, as we know, the... Uh, 
uh, you know, in our Arab community, they use various types of clothing to avoid excessive sun exposure as well. They take enough fluids, and again, you know, if one sort of protects one's skin, then one can sort of have a, a good sort of healthy skin. I tell you, the questions are flowing, Doc. I'm really enjoying myself with you. you got a knack here. you got Baraka coming through this evening, uh, looking at Umar's question. He says, uh, Doctor, I'm uh, getting a gabrata this evening when listening to you and Shafar talk. I love going to the uh, beach. I'm wondering if I go to the beach and I spoil myself and if I get sunburned, is there a risk of a de a developing uh, skin cancer? Please advise, Doctor. That's an excellent question, Shafat. Uh, again, skin cancer is the commonest cancer that's present, and it's basically the majority of skin cancer is related to overexposure to the sun, and one can get two types of skin cancer. One can get one which is a pigmented cancer called melanoma, and that has a high mortality rate. And the other one one can get a rodent ulcers, which is skin cancer that affects uh, certain exposed areas of the of the hands and face as well. So again, I fully agree with him. That's why sun protection and avoidance of the sun between 11 and 3 is important. Well, Ahmed, I tell you, we got breaking news. Uh, Member of Parliament Ahmed Mansoor Sheikh Imam has uh, informed me that our president has been found guilty of violating the constitution. Hey, watch this face, people. The news has broken on our show on medical files. So uh, breaking news, uh, the president, uh, Sul Ramaphosa, has uh, violated uh, the constitution. Uh, perhaps, uh, Doc, uh, you're not a politician, but what's your views? I mean, there was uh, Sul Ramaphosa, squeaky clean, a smooth operator, a big dreamer, but uh, found guilty. What's your, what's your thoughts? Uh, I think uh, justice must prevail. Uh, we have a democratic uh, constitution, and everyone is equal before the before the law. So again, uh, whatever the circumstances or the presenting facts, you know, one needs to take that into account. And uh, again, you know, uh, one needs to see that justice is carried on. Alhamdulillah. Jazakallah for that, uh, Doc. Then, uh, you know, we talk about sunburn and the brother was worried about uh, developing cancer. And, uh, you know, some of the things we, we we use the shades, you know, we want to look good in our shades. I don't know if you've got your special shades when you go out, you know, tinted shades and so forth. How important is it for us to wear good glasses, uh, wear that wide uh, brim uh, hat and, you know, maybe have our, our longer sleeves and so forth. And, you know, important thing is to apply sunscreen. All these things when you're going out to the ocean, uh, Doctor? That's absolutely essential, Shapat. That's an excellent point. Again, you know, we have a sunny country. I mean, a beautiful sunshine. So one needs to wear a hat of protection, sunglasses, because the sun can also affect the eyes, and then uh, sun protection, and, uh, you know, preferably a long sleeve shirt with a weave. So that actually prevents the sun from penetrating the, the skin on the arms and the body as well. So all these factors are very, very important. I'm in total agreement with that, Shepard. Now tell me, Doc, if I come to you, and you know, I, I mean, you and I, we have a very close style look. We, you know, we, we, we like family, and maybe we family too. But uh, what I want to know from you, Doc, you know, the sunshades, how important is it for people, uh, you know, during the summertime when they're going out to actually wear sunshades, uh, Doctor? Absolutely essential because uh, the excessive sun exposure can cause damage to the eyes as well. So the important point is to get a good pair of sunglasses, you know, to make sure those sunglasses protect us from the ultraviolet rays of the sun. So this is very, very important. Yeah, important indeed. And uh, who's this? Yeah, uh, we had that. Okay, yes, uh, we had Umar. Yeah, a little higher. Yes, uh, there's Zakir. Zakir says, Assalamu alaikum, uh, doctor. Uh, we love getting into the water, but uh, the important thing is when water gets trapped in our ear or in our ear canal, uh, can we develop an infection? And uh, this is what's worrying me because all my children go in there and a wife tells me, buy earplugs, earplugs, earplugs. I said, no, it'll come out naturally. What is your advice, doctor? Yeah, uh, yes, Shafat. Uh, what happens when excessive water gets into the ear can get what they call swimmers ears where one can get 
Shalom. People who say do, do stopping and so on, but again, you know, to thoroughly rinse uh, the face and the ears and to wipe it off and dry it, so that's important. Now, people, uh, yeah, even then they start using those uh, cotton swabs and, uh, you know, try to push it. And, you know, that's so dangerous, isn't it? Cotton swabs and you're trying to clean your... You actually, if you've got wax and you're pushing it deeper and deeper into your into your ear and that can uh, perforate your eardrums, uh, doctor? Very much so. Uh, Shafat, the wax is actually protective. So when one has wax in the ear, as long as it's not too deep and as long as it's not causing hearing problems, it actually lubricates the ear canal. So again, I agree with you. Shouldn't use ears and you know put the wax, uh, you know push it in further. So again, just basic hygiene and making sure that the ears are clean is adequate. Yeah, Doc, you know, uh, we take a lot of things for granted, uh, but all around us, uh, you know, our physiology is compromised because pollution is is at an all-time high, Uh, radiations are very high, and, you know, uh, we should uh, take these uh, precautions. And why sometimes, uh, you know, uh, is it negligence on our, on, 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 on our parts as parents uh, that we don't, uh, you know, uh, talk to our, uh, our kids for, on, on, on all these uh, different issues? And I'm glad we bring uh, we have brought you on because uh, you have given us lots of advice. But what would you tell parents how important it is uh, uh, for them to talk to the children about, uh, you know, uh, protecting the skin and uh, protecting themselves from the sun and so forth? Uh, firstly, uh, what I talk to you know, to problems related to the sun and to any uh, allergies that occur. Uh, again, you know, teaching the children that uh, they shouldn't go out in the sun between uh, eleven and three o'clock in the afternoon. Number one. Number two is um, we should actually advise them that uh, children below the age of six months, one shouldn't use sunblocks because one should be careful about certain sunblocks have chemicals in there. So again, the most important thing is physical protection. That is a hat, avoid taking the children out in the sun and uh, older children educate them for So find that people who have had extensive sun exposure, their skin sags because yellow becomes aged and they get a lot of wrinkling of the skin. So again, all of this is preventable by by avoiding excessive sun as well as using sunblocks. Shreem says, Assalamu alaikum, doctor. How would we know that parasites have entered our bodies? And uh, some people say, hey, you've got ringworms, and some say, you know, you've got parasites. And it could be quite embarrassing. I know uh, quite a few times uh, some of my kids had uh, ringworms, and I went to the local pharmacist, and he gave a cream, and it worked out. But how do we know that we have uh, parasites in us, uh, doctor? Is it only through these uh, red spots and these rings that come onto our skins and on our our bodies? How do you respond to Shoeb, uh, doctor? First of all, a ringworm is a type of fungus infection of the skin. So it can occur on the body, but commonly ringworm occurs on uh, on the toes and between the toes athlete's foot. Uh, it can also affect the scalp and can cause small areas of hair loss as well. So if one gets a ringworm, one needs to take an antifungal tablet as well as an antifungal cream like turbane or canix cream. Um, ringworms can also uh, the trunk as well, so the same treatment applies. As far as parasites are concerned, there are certain forms of parasite that affects the, the stomach, and these are like tapeworm, and um, we call uh, we also get an infection with something called ascaris. So again, if they have parasites, it's different from ringworm. Ringworm is basically the skin. Parasites are internal the internal organs, especially the stomach, and those that have uh, uh, parasites in their body, in their stomach, it's 
to use anti-worm medications as well, like Fermox. So again, and rental ZENTL. And then the other important thing is one must be careful about scabies. Find uh, that in certain uh, communities, scabies is common, especially where there's close contact. And scabies occurs after mite burrows into the skin and presents with severe and these uh, appropriately as we all know, ivermectin was used as a treatment for COVID. So scabies is very effective as well. Hey, Doc, uh, you've been absolutely uh, brilliant uh, this evening. Uh, perhaps your parting words before we let you go. Um, I wish uh, the community all the best for the summer months, but again, it's important that we sort of enjoy sunny South Africa, but one needs to have caution in, in terms of avoiding sunburn, avoiding severe sun exposure. So this is important, and I'd like to thank you, Shafat, for inviting me. It's always good to educate the public and to interact with them. Jazakallah. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, uh, we like to uh, really thank uh, Dr. Muhammad Dokrat and uh, to all our listeners as I uh, sent in uh, messages, uh, we thank you a lot. And alhamdulillah, well, uh, we have a few minutes and uh, maybe uh, Lou Kolo is trying to get hold of a member of parliament, Ahmed Manzoor Sheikh Imam. Perhaps he can uh, give us the update. And, uh, you know, he is already, whilst the show was on, he was uh, texting me, trying to call me and uh, talk about uh, the breaking news of uh, uh, President Cyril Ramaphosa has has been found guilty of um, uh, yeah uh, violating the uh, constitution and uh, therefore yeah he's guilty so uh, if Ahmed could uh, get to us uh, we will talk to the uh, to him and uh, Lukolo will try and do that uh, uh, Ahmed are you there yes yes I'm indeed yeah uh, gee Ahmed I was just telling the listeners uh, breaking news and uh, perhaps I'll let you do it uh, take two tell us what's happening uh, well yes indeed I still have to go through the report but what is clear there that uh, the panel have found that the president uh, violated the constitution in more ways than one. And now that creates a very difficult situation in the country, <laughs> given the fact that there's a conference coming. But you know, very importantly, Brother Shafat, I can tell you, if you've noticed recently, the president has spent a lot of time out of the country. And one needs to ask why has he spent so much of time outside of the country. It seems like there's also a security risk to the president. But be that as it may, the panel has found that he's violated the constitution. And now on the 6th of this month, uh, we are going to have a special sitting to deal with the report and decide what to do. Well, I can assure you that from the political parties, particularly the opposition, we will be calling for an impeachment of the president based on the findings of the panel. And remember that this panel did not have all the information and our evidence before it. But with what limited evidence that they've had, they were able to find him in violation of the Constitution. And can you imagine if they had to get all the relevant information and interview all the people that are implicated in one way or the other. They refer to the issue of in, in the report on the Namibian authorities, the release of the money uh, uh, because there was no charges, but the failure to report the matter to, to ensure uh, as the president, you are not allowed to be conducting any other business. So there's a whole lot of things that the president has been found wanting, which uh, I can tell you in my own personal view and uh, from everything that I know, uh, I found that at least in about 14 instances, the president is in violation or he could be charged uh, on about 14 different counts to, to do with the Palapala matter itself. Well, Ahmed, you know, it seems as if not only him, but his entire cabinet could be implicated. And it seems as if his right-hand man, Praveen Gordhan, he's in also deeper waters. Uh, your thoughts? Well, when it comes to Minister Gordhan, you know, of late, there's been lots and lots of allegations of him, particularly wanting to dispose of the state-owned entities. Remember, there was talk of Denel, but uh, I did raise that with him. Uh, in the sitting about two weeks ago, and he gave us an assurance that Denel is still fully 100% South African. Uh, 
owned, and then you know the situation with SAA, and uh, he's been very evasive uh, when it comes to responding to the SAA, because I wanted to know from him if there was anybody that he knows or anybody from the ANC or politically connected that is involved in the takeover of SAA, and he said not that he's aware of. You can see how it's being very evasive. Then, uh, and then you found that some of them have taken the uh, taken him to court or uh, brought an application uh, to interdict him from from the sale going ahead, and that the SAA was being sold for 51 rand. And then it is now in the process of disposing of Mango Airlines as well. And you know the question one needs to ask. If the other airlines in the country are so successful, then what is wrong with Mango and SAA? Why can't they operate? And more importantly, if you look at the company that was involved in one way or the other of the takeover of SAA, they were recently given air routes, lift airlines in South Africa. And, and then we have started leasing planes from these people. So... <laughs> you can see the conflict of actual interest, mm. and you give them a route, <laughs> not lock after that, SA collapses, Mango collapses, So, and you've been leasing from them, now they want to take over. Uh, so yeah, there's a whole lot that appears to be going on. Uh, so I think Minister Godan is, 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 to what extent he's implicated, I don't know. His only argument he keeps putting forward that he's, he's fighting corruption and, and things like that, and he blames the corruption for where we are today. To some extent, yes. But the president, when it comes to that, should also take responsibility. Because if you look at the corruption at ESCOM, the president was the deputy president, responsible for the war room, responsible for deployment. So the president, deputy president should take responsibility. Absolutely. And the president has in the Zondo Commission said, brother, yeah, but that, uh, you know, he knew about the appointments and other times he didn't. But when he knew he could do nothing, if he sp- spoke out, he would have going to be fired. And if he, can, he decided he chose to keep quiet so that he could save his job. But where was his oath of office? Uh, well, so, Abed, so, uh, I can I can tell you, Jazakallah here because the Azan time has come through. But uh, okay. you have a broken news on medical files. You know that? Alhamdulillah, <laughs> bless you for that, and Jazakallah khair for keeping us up to speed. Inshallah, talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa Yes, our time for us to go for the Isha Azan, and Inshallah, we will continue after that.